Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you in this podcast about a sensitive subject. I want to talk to you about men and women living together when they're not married. Now, what brings this to my mind is that I saw a TV commercial the other day, which is the first time I've seen the issue of men and women living together this boldly encouraged by an American company. Uh, it was a doesn't matter what the company was, but the theme was basically, you know, when you move from friends to live-ins, here's what you need to do. And, you know, it was a certain technology company and what have you. And I certainly have seen movies about people living together. I mean, I live in the real world. I know people who live together. But it's the first time I've seen it accepted as though it was just, um, you know, part of the the marketing plan of a company (laughs) when it's still, even yet in our society, a little bit controversial and a little bit questionable. And so I want to talk to you about this from the standpoint of manhood. Now, let me say right up front that, of course, anyone who listens to this podcast on a regular basis knows that I'm a Christian. And as a Christian, I believe that men and women should have awesome relationships and great sex and share all the things of life. I'm I'm passionate about men and women living together, but within the bonds of marriage, because that way there's a covenant, that way there's, um, I believe, uh, God's help supernaturally. Um, that way there's an agreement between them, uh, that way there's the help of a broader community, etc. There are a lot of things I can say about marriage, but that's not my point right now. Uh, here, but, but I'll tell you what, just, just for the sake of argument, and just because I know that a lot of uh, wonderful people listen to this podcast who are not Christians and don't share that morality, l- let me lay that aside for just a moment. I'm not laying aside the fact I'm a Christian, but let me lay aside my focus on Christian morality as my case against people living together. And again, let me just approach this from the standpoint of men and manhood. Uh, here is here is my concern about this, and here is my concern for you if you're doing this or considering doing this. A man wants to move from strength to strength. A man wants to move from season to season in his life, um, having completed in each season of his life all that is required of him. It's sort of like going up the steps of a staircase. You step on one step and you make sure you're secure. I mean, this happens in milliseconds in your brain and your body uh, now that you've been walking for so long. Uh, but you make sure you're secure. And once you're, that first foot is secure, you raise your other foot and you move it to the next step. But you're moving from security to security. If you step on a step with your right foot and somehow, who knows, the the bricks are unstable or it's wet and slick or you've stepped on something, you know, BBs on the stairs or something, a child's toy, who knows, uh, you don't take the next step. You wait until your step is secure before you take another step. Well, that's the way it ought to be in a man's life. Uh, A man should move from solid and secure and strong and certain and confident to a next level where he's the same thing. And 
it's my view, it's my experience, it's my observation in talking to men, watching men, learning from men, hearing men of every kind talk to me at length, that men who move in with women they're not married to are making a half step. They are usually insecure about themselves, about marriage, about their commitment to this girl. Uh, And so they take a half step. They move in together. Now, let me just pause here and say, and I don't want to be crass, I understand the glories of sex. And I understand uh, the draw of sex. And I understand why a man wants to live with a woman that he, where he can have sex all the time. I will have to say that most of the men I know who move in together, uh, who move in with a woman, it's not just about the sex, but of course, sex is a major part of it. It's about a half step towards uh, a more permanent arrangement. It's about testing each other out. It's about being unsure And so making a half step, most of them wish they were sure, secure, uh, solid enough to want to go ahead and get married. Uh, But and I realize there are some people who live together, you know, men and women live together just for economic reasons. But I'm talking about where there's an actual relationship and where there's an intention perhaps to be one day long term. Uh, But instead, they make a half step. I call it a half step. They move in. They set up housekeeping. They share pots and pans and maybe toothbrushes and toothpaste. They have sex. They live in this. They sleep in the same bed. But if when the man is talking to me or when he's honest with himself and and, and disclosing this in some way, he's not a hundred percent sure. He's not confident in the institution of marriage, or he's not confident in himself, or he says, I'm not ready to get married, or he says, I'm not sure this is the one. There's some sort of insecurity. There's some sort of hesitation. The problem is, first of all, what I've already said, a man should move from solid and secure and certain to solid and secure and certain, like going up the steps, as I used that illustration earlier. You don't want to move. You don't want to take half steps. You don't want to do things out of insecurity. You don't want to say, well, gosh, I'm not really sure. So I'll just kind of do it badly in in a murky way. And then maybe it'll all clarify itself in time. It never does. It never does. The second reason that you don't want to do this, and again, I'm laying aside the whole Christian morality issue, which is primary for me, just for the sake of uh, talking to those of you who may not share that morality and, and, and showing you, the, I think, the wisdom of being careful about this. The second reason is that when a man moves in with a woman, he takes everything from her, but makes no long-term commitment in return. When a man moves in with a woman, he's taking her sex. He's probably, in most of the cases I know about, taking her money. You know, we're splitting the rent. We're splitting the expenses. Um, He probably is taking her labors. Most women do more work than men in a a living arrangement like that. It's just just reality. I'm not saying it's the way it ought to be. It's just the way it is most of the time. Um, he's, he draws from her. He has her on his arm in public. Uh, he lives with her. He counts on her. He has most everything that he would get from her in marriage, but he does not make a covenant. He does not make a long-term, uh, commitment. He does not stand before God and say, I will lay down my life for this woman. I love her. I'm committed to her. I'm with her always. And so that's, a hindrance. That's a, a barrier. That's 
uh, it's a, I'm, I know that somebody's going to write me and say, <laughs> you should not have said this, but it feels to me like taking advantage of the woman. It feels to me like a kind of rape only in the sense, I don't mean that as an act of violence or criminality, and that it's taking everything the woman has and not giving everything in return. The, the third reason that people ought to be very careful about this, and it's, it, this is not primary for me, but the third reason is do some reading about the statistics of divorce and crumbling relationships um, amongst people who have previously lived together. The statistics are disastrous. Divorces are very high. Um, spousal abuse, other things, very high for people who have lived together. And I think that's probably because they've they've not made a wholly full-bodied, forever, going to make this work, do or die thing. They've made kind of a conditional commitment. And out of that conditional commitment comes other conditions that then become contentious and things can get difficult down the road. I want to say again clearly that as a Christian, the main reason I think that men should be very, very careful about this and and not uh, live with the woman they're not married to um, is just simply the moral issue. I believe there's a God. I believe there's a right and a wrong. And I believe that God tells us what marriage is. Um, but, But again, as I've said, I've been laying that aside throughout most of this talk. And my main appeal is that it has to do with the state of the man. The man's soul, if he's going to live with a woman, Uh, And it's not just an economic arrangement. A man's soul is somehow held in reserve. It's somehow unresolved. It's somehow uncertain. It's somehow unconfident, insecure. And he's making a half step. When you start making half steps in life as a man, you get used to that. It becomes the easy way. I make a half step into a job. I make a half step as a business commitment. I make a half step here. You stop getting control of yourself and making uh, making the manly decisions and, and, and making sure that you are solid and whole and, and wholehearted and that you resolve your issues and you deal with your insecurities and you make full, full-blooded, confident decisions. You stop doing that and you start making 10% decisions, quarter decisions, half decisions, half steps, and that becomes a lifestyle. And when you do that with another person involved, it becomes pretty horrible. Now, I think the statistics alone should prevent most men from doing this. But I'm appealing to you because of the theme of this podcast on the basis of true manhood. A true man deals with his soul, gets on top of his insecurities, ponders, takes counsel, gets input, does the right and the righteous thing, does the internal work he needs to do to be able to fully commit to a woman, and then he does. And he doesn't make half steps, quarter steps, and he doesn't take from a woman everything she has to give and then not be willing to give his full in return, which is, of course, what marriage is. So my point is not to browbeat. My point is not to morally lacerate. My point is not to preach. My point is to say that people living together has become very, very common in our generation. Uh, obviously, I, 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 I'm opposed to it, but it, you know, I have friends, who acquaintances who live with people, and, and I tell them the same thing I'm telling you. Really consider this. Really look at it in terms of your religious faith. Really look at it in terms of the statistics. But most of all, as a man, look at it in terms of what state of soul makes you want to take a half step with a woman. Ponder it. Deal with it. Let me assure you 
that no dating relationship, no living with a woman is going to make you whole. If you're not whole, if you're wounded, if you're damaged, if you're insecure, if you're uncertain, if you're weak, those things need to be dealt with apart from a relationship with a woman. And then you present yourself fully and whole to a woman when the time is right. That's how it works best. The reason I'm doing this is because I want the best for you. I don't want you to be a statistic. I I don't want you to go from half decision to half decision. I want you to be whole. I want you to be confident. I want you to be a great man. Now pass this podcast around. Get it to people who need it. Let's feed a great man movement because the hour is desperate, because men are in need, and because we are called to more. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.